Hello friends, before we get started on this next amazing episode, I just wanted to give a short shout out to our team at MetalCloak, the group that makes this podcast possible. From engineering to production, from marketing to sales, from accounting to HR, every member of the MetalCloak family works diligently every day to bring some of the world's best products to the off-road enthusiast. Designed, engineered, proven, MetalCloak. That is not just a clever cadence written by me, but a true statement of what we do every day and why we truly appreciate each and every one of you. If you are looking for something for your Jeep, Ram, Bronco, or Toyota, give us a try. We are here to help. And now, on to another amazing episode of the Modern Jeeper Show. Now go to some place that serves like the Bobo Tea. You ever done that? Like they have the big Bobo Tea and they have the giant straw that sucks in oh, the little balls. Yeah. You have yeah. to suck the tapioca in so they're like that big around. Yeah, it's a big, they're big, the big balls. I use them on cake. You, you suck balls. Cake. You just stick huh. them in there and they're good. I don't want to suck balls. You don't want to suck balls? Yeah. They're nasty. No. The Modern Jeeper Show, the show about Jeeps, Jeeping, and Jeepers. Hello, Modern Jeepers. Matson from Metal Cloak here, and welcome to episode 207 of The Modern Jeeper Show, the show about Jeeps, Jeeping, and Jeepers. Corey and Jesse are on their way to Death Valley for Metalcloak's Modern Jeeper adventure, while I'm hanging out at MC World Headquarters. No guests this week, just the three of us chatting about everything from the future of Nightmare Gulch to the 20th anniversary edition Rubicon, to gas prices, to social marketing, to paper straws, Moab, and even testicles. By the way, for the full experience of this video and to check out our other amazing videos, please visit youtube.com slash modernjeeper. As always, we are incredibly grateful for this episode to our supporters and friends, including Warren Winches, Raceline Wheels, Best Top, Milestar Tires, Baja Designs, Rugged Radios, Adventure Rack Systems, and of course, Metal Cloak. And friends, truly, if you like this episode, we'd be so grateful if you subscribed to the pod, told your friends about it, and gave us a nice review on Spotify or Apple Podcast. Now, sit back, relax with a cold one, and enjoy episode number 207 of the Modern Jeeper Show. Well, hey, Modern Jeepers, this is another episode of the Modern Jeepers show with me, Matt from Motor Cloak and Mr. Modern Jeeper, Corey Osborne. If you could understand hey, that buddy. sentence, I was talking way too fast, that's okay. <laughs> He's a little high right now. Oh, we've got, you guys. Hey, Corey, how are you, buddy? <laughs> you guys that are listening, um, you're not, you're, it's okay, you're not on fast forward, it just may sound like you are. Yeah, it just may sound like I am, I just, that's yeah. craziness. Uh, I kind of blurred my words there. By the way, Rockstar Jeep Girl, Jesse, how are you? I'm good. It's a little chilly here, boo. I was given a tour to the Rubicon Trail Foundation. They uh, they actually used our boardroom on Saturday for a summit, right? So they can come oh. and use it. So 13 of them came and used the boardroom for a summit. And I came by around lunchtime for them and gave them a tour of the facility. And as I'm going through talking about stuff, a comment was made like, I think there was two commas in that last sentence he had. <laughs> <laughs> Yeah, it is. I mean, it is definitely that uh, you've got some sinus stuff going on. Jesse's got some sinus stuff going on. It's, you know, again, we're, we, gosh, I, I feel weird because we talk about weather so often, but we're in that kind of a year, it seems, um, this year. So we're actually, we're, we're, we're not at home. We should be at home, but we kind of last week, we're looking at our weather patterns and our forecasts and we have Death Valley coming up and it was kind of like, hey, 
you've got like this window of about 12 hours and um, it's funny. So we actually, we, we got to Mesquite and uh, that was kind of my goal last night. And uh, we can stay in Mesquite pretty inexpensively. The weather is literally right behind us. And I just got a weather alert from the house where it like a code red weather warning for the next oh, three wow. days. Yep. And, uh, and it's not warm here. I think, I think Vegas, like the high today in Vegas is 58 degrees or something. And all the mountains wow. are covered in snow. So and it's much snow. snowing up on the mountains again. Well, it's, it's at, out here. I mean, it's been raining constantly. It's snowing up in the mountains. There's another layer of snow, going, which is awesome, right? One of our yeah. guys couldn't even, he lives, you know, an hour plus away from here. He lives up in Grass Valley and he couldn't even come in today because it was, it was pretty much snowed in and they yeah. just hadn't gotten around to be able to clear the highway. And so he's, you know, he's set to go, wants to come on in, can't do it. Plus he's out of power right now. So he's running off of his generator, you know, just a... Uh, it's, it's crazy. Uh, Jesse's mom in Oklahoma, they had a tornado go through and they have no power. So they have, they're on generator power in Oklahoma. Yeah. Wow. She's wow. fine today, but she's out helping Red Cross because Shawnee got hit pretty good last night or the night wow. before. So. Wow. Yeah. Wow. A lot of people. It is. I checked on all my Oklahoma people. They're all good, but yeah, cleaning up now. Yeah. Yeah. Well, that's it. The weather, just the weather just keeps coming. And, and yeah. uh, it's, I mean, our house in Lincoln city, I think I mentioned it last week, but our house in Lincoln city had six inches of snow on our, on our beach house, like that's next crazy. to Portland. I don't know if you've seen the pictures, but Google Portland in the snow. And it was like their highway was shut down just from snow dumped on the area. Well, I thought right. we saw some LA pictures where there was a bunch of snow in LA and people were freaking out and that's um, cocaine. <laughs> Uh, it was a truck yeah. that overturned and it became a, yeah. You know. <laughs> but, but you're right. I mean, it snowed, actually snowed the other day I came home and the boys were like, it was snowing in the backyard. I'm going, yeah, right. And then I heard it from two or three people like Fair Oaks area. got some snow and I mean, it's, it's, it's cold enough. It's freaking cold in the morning. And it's well, raining. and it's just so, I mean, I, we, this is, I guess maybe this is our typical winter, right? This is what the winters we used to have. And we right. all need the moisture, especially, you know, Colorado, all these Western States, of course, people in the East are like, no more, make it stop. But they're also used to kind of a little bit of a different weather pattern, I think. I'm, I'm sorry, I'm still thinking about right before we started this podcast, um, Madsen was going to do some, uh, he needed some emergency and he opened the packet and just dumped it in his mouth and then uh, chased it with some water. And I'm still, my, my jaw still kind of got that hole. Oh, well, the funny thing is I actually opened two packets so I already did one. So now for the audience, you can see this is how we did it on the Pacific Crest Trail when you had to do it on the trail because you didn't want to sit there mixing it on the trail. Yeah. You just as you're walking along, you go, okay, it's about time for that. I need that little boost of energy because I'm about to go up this 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 zigzag. I'm about to go up to you know, but I'm just gonna go do it. <laughs> so uh I don't know if you've ever seen and the that's show. it. If you've ever seen the show Ridiculousness, uh, Ridiculousness. <coughs> of course, now I did it a little bit wrong. <laughs> Rob Rob Deerdick does this. Um, you know, he it's a it's about uh, video clips gone wrong, things like that. And um, <coughs> usually, stuff Ooh. I can watch. I can watch anything online, and that never bothers me. <laughs> Um, it's like <laughs> gag reflexes and things like that. It was bad. The, the other day, he uh, there was one where uh, this guy had a water. Well, it was a bong. You know, there's smoking pot through this bong or whatever, and he drank the bong What's water. A bong? I, I don't know what those things are. Yeah, I don't know. This big glass never, face never thing, right? He had a gong. You said he had a gong. He had a gong. 
Yeah. And right, he, right. He drank it, and it was the best thing I could do to not throw up. He had to walk out. Wow. <laughs> yeah. It was pretty bad. It was gross. Wow. That's kind of crazy. Here I went. Here I went and and did that. And for some reason, for the first time ever, I've got like his. I feel like I've got a piece sitting right there <sighs> that simply won't go. This is great. Nope. Well, Yay! this is my new voice for the rest of the show, guys <laughs> and gals. Is I'm going to be talking like old Wolfman <laughs> Jack. What are we going to do with you? <laughs> 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 There we go. That better? Yeah, I feel better. Okay. All right. Yes. Got it. Cool. Yay. Anyway. <laughs> well, there is an outtake for you. Yeah. That's right. Editor, yes, you may keep all that in. But you might want to add some other sound effects or things like that, too. Your head exploding. <laughs> Your head explodes. Just. <laughs> I did. Literally. Literally. Uh, we want to touch base on a couple of things that we uh, we had Shannon Welch on a couple of weeks ago, and we were talking about Blue Ribbon Coalition and some of the land use stuff that's coming about. Um, and we were talking a little bit about this this uh, this plan uh, that the the BLM and, and California State Parks is involved with, uh, and it's it's south of Vegas. It's kind of just close to here um, in Red Rock Canyon State Park. Uh, and there's a trail down there called Nightmare Gulch. Um, <clears throat> I did some digging and I can't, I don't think that's the, it, it may have been a trail that I was on years ago. I don't know that, uh, that I remember the trail. I know it was inside uh, the Red Rock State Park and we took a group of Jeeps there um, and we ended up coming out the other side. Uh, again, I don't know that that was this Nightmare Gulch, but and near as I can tell, so there's this new travel management plan, this new, this new, uh, this Nightmare Gulch used to be a, a horse road, a, a, um, a, what am I trying to say, a wagon, a wagon road, basically, yeah. through this area. Um, but that trail, that road has been closed to motoris- motorized access for like six to seven years, near as I can tell. So it's already been closed. And the reason I wanted to bring this up is because... My fear is that this is how things go, and this is how we all react, right? It's been closed for a number of years to to motorized um, access, and now there's a plan going to be put into place, and everybody's talking about it, and um, now we're worried about it, that they're going to restrict our access formally. So it's kind of interesting to me that we haven't spoken up for the last seven-ish years about why this road has been closed to us. But now that there's going to be some kind of written documentation, now we're all upset and we're up in arms going, hey, we have to we have to think about this. And I, I get it. Like nobody does anything until it actually affects them and right. until it's brought to their attention. I didn't know about this trail being closed. Like I said, it was something that I did, I think, years and years ago. And I don't know. It was pretty cool. It's a really neat area. Like there's some really cool stuff. And that's why this travel management plan is being put into place or being talked about is because they're trying to protect a lot of the resources. One of the sites. If if we didn't need it for the last six, seven years, we don't need it for the next 10 or 20, right? (sighs) Yeah. I don't know. I don't know. It's it's kind of a weird thing. Like if, 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 if nobody missed it, 
then I would take advantage of it and be like, well, just nobody missed it. We closed it for a couple of years and nobody was complaining. So let's just keep it closed for a few more years and a few more years and a few more years. Yeah, it was it was really the- weird. This one one of the websites I visited um, was basically a hiker website. And um, it talked about, hey, you know, if you guys are out there looking for Jeeps to come through here and tear this this place up and and just for the sake of tearing stuff up, um, this isn't the website for you. You need to go somewhere else. But it it kind of was like the, the, the hikers were very, very anti motorized use. And I don't I don't know. I read through, gosh, this this plan that's being put up and I'll, I'll share a link with you, Matson, and you can throw it in the notes. It's an extensive let men like. There's, I think there's five sections to this plan. The, sec- the second section is 80 pages. Wow. So I went through it very fast. Um, the fourth section is where they start to talk about what they're actually going to do. But again, this is all protected. Uh, there's a lot of wildlife areas around. There's conservation areas in place in this state park. It's a lot of hiking trails. And it, I don't know. I don't know how I feel about it. Like now I'm, I'm kind of on that same line. I'm a motorized access enthusiast, so I don't want them to put it in writing that it's closed but right. it has been closed already so informally it, it's just it, it becomes like anything out of sight out of his mind we don't see it we mm-hmm. don't happen by the way have you ever seen what a good pair of hiking boots can do to the trail i, I mean there's a you know you can tear is. some stuff up you can tear stuff up okay hikers like oh yeah no problem but you you go you hike you get a lot of people hiking through an area you can tear stuff up. I'm sorry, guys. It's it's tough because if you have an area like that that's been closed, it's, well, you've got to speak out about it. So we have a lot of issues happening right now in the Rubicon area, the Rubicon Trail Foundation, Rubicon Trail, all this stuff. I'm actually emceeing their Black Tie and Boots dinner oh, cool. um, on the March 11th. Um, so Medical got a table there. And stuff. <laughs> no, you're not allowed to cough, Corey. I'm allowed to cough. <laughs> but I'm emceeing the, the dinner. You know, a good group of people, and they were like I said, they were here over the weekend at Metal Cloak World Headquarters using their, our uh, conference room. And, but there's some challenges happening because, like, for instance, the Rubicon Trail was closed back in December. Mm-hmm. Ill- and unfortunately, it was an illegal closure. They didn't have the right to close. It was simply decided by one person that they were going to close the trail. <laughs> Why? Because of snow or whatever else. I'm not sure there was justifications for it, but it turned out it was an illegal closure. Then the county board of supervisors went back and, as I understand it, retroactively made it legal, right? So that it would be not a big deal. But what's a trail like that, an area like that, everybody has constant attention on. Not a thing, not a thing happens with that trail without immediate people immediately reacting to it. Because the loss of that trail would be a huge impact to a lot of people, right? So there's lots and lots of people involved with it. Lots and lots of people, you know, Metal Cloak is, is the title sponsor for cantina for the con which is a a fundraising event for the trail we do a lot of stuff to support the trail it's the example of a trail like that gets closed nobody's going to sit back and go well okay well let's just see what happens right so if you don't want to lose a trail the moment that the trail gets closed you need to speak up about it otherwise seven years goes by and it's like okay yes guess what what you can't go back and convince people that oh we can't have it officially closed now right well yeah no, that's a very good point. And we don't, I guess, you know, it's hard for, for me to think about, I, I mean, we're only, we're only a couple people here, you know, there's only three of us on this podcast. So how can we keep a mindset about everything, every trail that's going on out there? And, and these are areas, while Rubicon at least is in your backyard and it's very, 
it's uh, uh, very close to you guys to keep in, informed of what's going on. So, you know, a place like, um, and, I, and I reached out to our friend Jonathan at American Off-Road. Um, he hasn't got back to me yet. Uh, I just sent him a quick message and said, hey, uh, tell me a little bit about what your thoughts are on Nightmare Gulch. And, and, you know, again, I don't even know if it's an area that the local Jeep clubs are, if they care about. I, don't, right. I just don't know. Um, I just want to know why I got its name Nightmare Gulch. Right. I, you should not give it a name like Nightmare Gulch to a bunch of off-roaders. Yeah. Uh, right. It is very attractive. It like marshmallow Trail or something. Right, right. Yeah. Exactly. Exactly. That's a that's a good point. If you don't want Jeepers to go out there, give your names like, you know, uh Unicorn Hill and and, <laughs> yeah. and, and Rainbow Rainbow Ridge. I mean, that's that's better. Yeah. Not Widowmaker, Nightmare Gulch, you know, though that just attracts people. Like, you know, yeah. now I want to on a stick. I, I mean, we're, yes. we're we're into that. I mean, we're the type of guys that will go buy the bat, the, the can of death row water and pay $3 for it just because it says death on it. That's right. Yep. Yep. That's funny. Yeah. It's, uh, I, we come, I want to go wheel Rainbow that, Ridge. We, we, uh, we just made a trip. We had to go to Walmart real oh, quick Lord. for some supplies and they had, is it 12 packs of liquid death? Yeah. I just think it's interesting that wasn't Walmart for a while, like you couldn't, Way back when you couldn't get certain things, but I can buy liquid death now. They buy liquid death. Yes, it's insane, and and it's just what it. Uh, I mean, can you imagine some kids going, "Look what I got, man! I got liquid death. Look at that, Ed. dude! It's water." Yeah. Well, and they put it near the um the aisle where all the liquor, liquor is. is, all Which the beer is, and it's stuff. It's on an end cap where all the wine is, and I'm like, yeah, yeah. It's well because it's a special mixer. It's it's quality tap water. That works as a special mixer. It's so you really have your, weird you, drinking you, water out of the can. Just so yeah, yeah, I know. It's just insane. It's quality tap it's water. Wrong. It's quality tap water. <laughs> it's 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 properly filtered with the uh, you know uh, what was it the artesian remember remember the whole thing with the oh, arte- Avion. Avion, yeah, Avion. Well, I thought didn't didn't Coors have something like they were using special the artesian waters of Coors, right? I you know it's like. Yeah. Natural yes. artisan water it yeah. says it right on the bottom. Oh yes, because it came all the way from Fiji. Yes, yes. totally yes. did. Yeah, yeah. yeah. just naive backwards. Yeah, <laughs> that's why they did and it straight up. Like it's that's awesome. Like, that's awesome. That's awesome. That's awesome. Yeah. I always thought it was funny because you know if you go around town, you don't really. Most places have local ice maker companies, right? That nobody ever nationalized. Like, why didn't Coca Cola take Aquafina yeah. and say? All we're going to make Aquafina brand ice and sell ice across the country is Aquafina because people would pay for that, right? They'd pay for mm-hmm. a premium, right? Not just ice. Yeah, I have blue mm-hmm. ice. So I think in one of our early, early podcasts, I talked a little bit about there was actually a water company in Uray. Yeah. Um, they were based in Uray. They had an office over in Telluride, but it was called Biota, B-I-O-T-A, and it stood for Blame It on the Altitude. Um <laughs> And it was really kind of a neat idea. They were they were using water actually up in Uray to bottle their 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 product, and their bottles were um, cornstarch, so they would actually uh, biodegradable bottled water. Okay, sounds great. But how long did that last? I don't really know, and I don't see any of them around anymore. So I'm guessing not very <laughs> yeah. long. Yeah, I was um, going to say this is not the type of water. This, this is not your emergency water you put in your prepper. Um, shelf no. for how come everything know, in my bag is wet? How come everything in my bag is wet at the bottom? <laughs> right. But actually, it turned out that uh, 
they actually didn't have a lot of the water rights that they needed to um, be Bottling. capturing that water. Yeah. And so they yeah. went away. Well, you know, Crystal Geyser, which actually is bottled near sources, right? Crystal Geyser is <laughs> a is a water that is taken from springs. Yeah. And there was a big controversy from a decade or so ago because they were trying to, they wanted some spring rights up off of 50, I think it was. Maybe it was 80, 50, one of those two. And they got the rights, but they were just, I mean, literally it is. Crystal Geyser is water that's, they find springs all over and that's where they, they capture and they bottle the water from, you know, and it's, and yet crystal geyser is one of the cheapest. I love going like it when I'm in Lincoln city, we, you buy the big one. That's like a yeah, gallon the- or two gallons or whatever the big, big square one. Right. You have a few of those. I mean, and it's so cheap, but they're still a profitable company. Why? Because they're bringing water. They're right, right there. The yeah. They're, like not, they're not really back. filtering it. They just throw it in there. She's, in she's bougie water. She she likes Fiji. I and don't like the geyser water. It tastes weird to me. You know, you got the bougie water. You like the, you know, you, you, when you she go to the restaurant, the restaurant, they give you a nice big glass bottle of water. Yeah. Yes. Where was I just the other the night? Actually, where they, they came out and they, um, they brought a glass bottle and that's actually how you poured your water to your your table it was pretty nice mm-hmm. i don't know what i always wonder then so do they use that same water then to make your ice yeah no <laughs> yeah, that's what see, that's what's funny in our own household like i i don't now fair oaks water is actually good water orange vale the area they do not add, add chlorine, chlorine to water. They, they don't add, they don't add fluoride so and fair oaks uses orange vale water so we're fine drinking tap water i mean it's fine it's just tap water um, we used to get the big bottles all the time and have that. And we just, we just stopped doing it. So we used the tap water. Now uh, my refrigerator makes ice, right? So it didn't make sense anyway to have like all this specialized and then you're putting it over ice. Over it's be a, regular a, tap a, water. Yeah. Regular tap water. It's in a filter, but it's, what does that do? Yeah. Yeah. You know, it, it was funny. I was thinking about our show the other day. I was actually running an ad. I'm, I'm running an ad to, to, to promote our show, right? To more people. And in doing that, I was talking about like, yeah, Jeeps, Jeeping and Jeepers. And I think in the ad, I say, well, what am, who am I kidding? This is just a general BS session about anything you want to talk about. Because I don't think we've really talked about Jeeps much in this first uh, 20 minutes of the show so far. No, no. I, I've got a list, though. I'm, I'm, I'm like, okay, good. I'm going to stay on my... Not, stay not so much. I, I feel like I'm on a, on a, on a, on a track here of, uh, you know, with, with, again, with the trail thing calling out like, Hey guys, if you want to make a difference, you have to do it right away. I, I was looking and I keep getting emails regarding this 20th anniversary, uh, Rubicon that Jeep released. Right. And right. I think it's kind of interesting because I've had a couple of different conversations with folks who completely like have not paid a whole lot of attention to actually what Jeep is marketing as the 20th anniversary. Cause a number of people have just been like, yeah, it's 115 grand. And, and, no, it's not. Yeah. So no, that's that's the AV version, right? This is that's a total different upsell level two AEV build that is completely different than the twentieth. I mean, I mean, it, it's it's yeah. just a different Jeep, and people right. have, I guess, Jeep did such a good job marketing this AEV brand, which is kind of interesting to me. It's funny because uh, it is on their homepage of their website. Right. Yeah. Oh, totally. It's it's something that you can order with this AEV, and then it's one hundred and fifteen thousand dollars. By the way, that package is twenty one thousand dollars, and what, what you get? Well, uh, I'd list it for you here, but I, I it's it's a pretty short list actually. But really, what it is is you're getting thirty seven inch tall tires. But you get the AV, you get the AEV badging grand. everywhere, right? So you know, you get that, yeah, that, that makes you cooler. Right, and I'm I'm just I'm I'm just 
kind of blown away that they've apparently we're only going to make 150 of these and are already sold out. Because AV, AV has one, AV has one hell of a business plan. In fact, we should try to get. Well, I'm going to see if we can do it. Let's try to get Dave on, on uh, from AV on the show. That's not yeah. a bad idea. Yeah, I'm going to reach out to him see if we can. Because he, uh, I met him years ago, uh, back right. when they were just. There was a point in time you may remember they were doing the JK the J8s. Mm-hmm. Like oh they yeah, were in, they were importing the J8s. You could buy the J8s from them, and then they would tell you where to buy the engine. Because they weren't allowed to buy to sell J8s with engines, they were only allowed to sell J8s without engines. And so they would they acquired the J8s, they were importing them or whatever. You could, they would assemble them. You can come buy them, but you'd go get it. You have to get an engine from someplace else and have it installed. And uh, and I, I met him back then when he was promoting that. That was before they started doing all the crazy stuff they're doing now with these full custom Jeep, you know, specific builds. Right. Well, I I think it's um. I mean, so real quick, I do have that list pulled up. For twenty-one grand, you get thirty-sevens. You get a Warren Evo 10S winch. Uh, you get an AEV's two and a half inch lift. You get their bumpers, their tire carrier. Wheels. Um, you get their wheels, skid plates, and skid plates. Oh, and by the way, that twentieth anniversary does come with the uh, compressor in the oh, good. Uh, in the tailgate. Yeah. That's that's a huge that's the huge selling point for Jeep so, apparently is so so what but what does a basic twentieth anniversary come with? If you just go buy a twentieth twentieth anniversary Rubicon, what does it come with? So the is it get special badging in the seats or something? You get um let's see here. It's uh basically um and, and I apologize, I was gonna put a lot of this stuff up on modernjeeper.com, but it, it kind of I don't know, everybody was talking about it and then when I see that I kind of I go to the other side and wait. So you basically, it's the the 20th anniversary um, is has the extreme recon package. So you get 35 inch tires, and you get the uh, the the well, yeah, you get a a three quarters of an inch lift. I think it said somewhere in here, and you get three quarters uh, of an inch more over than the one inch. I I guess. Yeah, yeah, it's funny. Confusing. We get kind of like some people actually that. There's a thread on GL regular form, uh, Metal versus Terraflex, right? And, you know, Terraflex was in the forums. I, I don't tend to get into the forums, like, in those threads. Like, I will message people directly who have posted threads or had questions in the thread and rather mm-hmm. than just go and, and participate. And some and this one I probably should because Terraflex in the, is in there answering some questions and good for them. They're, they're providing some tech and some help and support. And that's awesome. But in there, they were talking about the, the different lift size. Well, Terraflex mm-hmm. apparently is true lift height from a sport model up metal cloak is a plus one lift height because we did all of our designs off of rubicons so gotcha. it, it, which is kind of a weird thing it's like well it's still a three and a half inch lift it's just it's a three and a half inch lift based on removing the one inch lift that you have from your your rubicon and adding a three and a half inch lift in right it's not yeah, three, and a, half, it's not three and a half more inches than your current one inch lift it's a three and a half right. inch lift based on yeah so it's it's just kind of a, a, a funny little distinction so i i found the uh so the the 20th anniversary you get the new seven slot grill that i haven't seen anybody really cares for you get the beadlock those are the the beadlock capable wheels from jeep you get an 83 piece toolkit a triple oh. hoop grill guard uh steel bumpers and a half inch suspension lift which I'm guessing is a half inch 
over the Rubicon right. one inch. You know, they should and then have of course it. you get decals and and the decals. compressor. They should have done a twenty a twenty slot grill. Twenty slot, just a, yeah, yeah, a twenty slot. No, you know, no. make do. it chrome. Chrome. <laughs> Two rows of ten. <laughs> Two rows of ten. Uh, they could have gone and made the slots um, horizontal. Oh, yeah. Oh, yeah, horizontal. Yes, yes, yes. Yeah, is that one of the variations that um, that that Indian company tried? Uh, yeah, there you go. Yeah, yeah. yeah. <laughs> oh man. So so you get all these things for this 20th anniversary for this extra price, and but you have a cool 20th anniversary badge. Now I will say that it was a gentleman who was just in here earlier, and I um, he was thinking. Older guy, he just wants to overland a little bit. He's going to go over to Cloakworks and have his rig built. And he was looking at what should I buy, what Rubicon edition should I get, you know. And, and I said, well, you know, might as well get the 20th anniversary because you you might as well get it because it's going to be special, right? You'll always have it, right? It'll probably have some more value than than a than a normal Rubicon. So just go for it. Got the yeah. money, might as well. Yeah, when money's when when money is an, an, an object, I mean, I. I uh, so ninety thousand is the twentieth anniversary model uh, as it rolls off, and then uh, well, well, ninety thousand is the base base price anyway. And that, but that well, it is only a four a three ninety two and four by e, right? They have three ninety two and four by e, so yep. it's only those two. It's not it's not a nope. standard three. Okay, not 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 that Jeep has said yet, but they're 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 basing a lot of this, and of course, then it's kind of funny too when you start talking about the four by e, then options change because of course. The the heights wise, you know, the there's a lot of variations between the 392 and the 4 by E. Um, yeah, so I think the the 4 by E it wasn't at 90; it was much less than the 392. I think it was at 67 or something like that MSRP. And we're seeing a few more 4 by E's running around. Um, I I think they're just more popular when there's a when they're in populated areas. Uh, we still don't see any out on the trail, so hmm, I don't know how that's going to work out. Yeah, we have ours, but we've pretty much done our RD on it. We're already thinking about time to sell it. Yeah, um, time to sell it, maybe trade it in, get another JL, get something else because we just wanted it for the R and D. We don't really need it. We're not right. planning on keeping it. We're not planning on wheeling it. So it's just it was it's a novelty item, and unfortunately, because of the way the battery technology is, it, it's like we talked about before, and we've had that mm-hmm. many conversations on here. Yeah, it's going to change, and the value of a four by E compared to say the value of a three ninety two. One's going to go down. One's going to go up. Yeah, yeah. It is interesting. We were talking a little bit about gas prices on our way down here, and and uh, it is funny too how we get used to uh, their prices being just higher, and then they come down a little bit, and we feel a lot better, and then we're just okay with it because they did come down some. So then we're kind of happier, right? Um, but they're right. still way overinflated. Like it's still, but it's yeah. a mental thing. The I tell you, marketing wise, man. Our society, we do a really good job. Well, hey, we are. Listen, I, I spent years, and I'll have to admit this to the group. I spent years doing social marketing. And social marketing is using modern marketing techniques to make social change, right? And I did had a conference, had a contract with the state of California to do their annual social marketing conference. It was primarily focused on health and nutrition. But this was the thing. How do you use marketing techniques that come straight out of out of Manhattan, straight out of New York, straight out of out of out of the advertising agencies to get people to change their habits? And so they've gotten so good at that that that's we see it around us all the time, but we don't even realize it. That yep. the government 
government agencies and government groups are using marketing to make sure that we follow protocol. So they like that, that meets their needs, meets their demands, meets their agendas, whatever. And so look at, look at COVID lockdowns, right? There was true, pure modern marketing techniques used to sell the idea of flatten the curve, right? Then yep. to sell the idea that we had to keep going. Then Subliminal the messages. Right? And everywhere. And for we come back to it and you all of a sudden at the other end, we're on the other side of it. But well, are are we really where we started? No. Right. No. No, we 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 don't have all the freedoms we had when we started, right? No. And we're all a little bit cautious. I was commenting earlier as we're sitting here coughing and sneezing and all that kind of stuff, thinking at least we're in a point where I can sneeze and it's not immediately like, oh, yeah, COVID, people don't. I better, what am I doing in the office? I need to get out of here. I'm, I'm, I'm sorry, guys, stay 10 feet away from me. I'm, go, you know, it's like, yeah, it's a, it's a different day. It is definitely a different day. Um, you know, we still have signs around this place here in, in Mesquite, Nevada that have, uh, you know, social distancing is still in effect. And, um, you know, again, it's still taking a hit. It's still taking a toll. People are still, it caused so much fear. And I mean, they yeah. said international tourism on the news today for Las Vegas was up 151% for international coming through their airport to be wow. here. Is over crazy. what? Over last year? Over last year. Over last year. 150%. I mean, that's huge. Uh, they were saying that air travel is, you know, it's way up which was good because, you know, end of last year was kind of, and now it's picking back up again. But I still think it it takes, people are like, well, we're just going to drive now. That's just the way it is. Right. Well, yeah, I was saying, I mean, it's like the the whole van life I've been, I was talking about before we started the show, I've been looking more and more into the van life world, right? How many people are out there doing that? Just taking and building a van. There was a family, a family of, of like, was it five or six, you know, four kids, two adults, right? In a van, in a sprinter van and how they've set up their, and I was kind of looking how they're doing that. Cause I have the three kids and how would we do this and how would we set these things up so that everybody can live comfortably. And it's not so much that we want to travel like they are. We're not going to live that life. But if I want to go a little someplace where I can throw out a tent and they can, the kids can camp and Louisa has a comfortable place to sleep and, you know, we can do that sort of thing instead of the big RV. Um, but it is it is amazing how many channels are created, how many people are doing that, how many people are are building these, and the freaking prices, dude. Oh, buddy, like, dude, I, I'm looking at a at a platform just for a bed. Uses a couple of rails on both sides. Mm-hmm. It is it is cut metal and it's brake pressed. We do that in our sleep here every day. Right. It was three panels. Maybe it's the width of the of of a bed. Right. So it's not that much steel at current steel prices and might maybe it was aluminum so it's a little bit more but they were charging twenty five hundred dollars for this oh yeah it, it, it doesn't use more than the, you know one of our skid plate systems but it's not even the same gauge material it's like how the hell are they charging twenty five hundred dollars for that it was crazy well you know so um the the guy that i actually bought my lj from um i helped him buy it and then simon didn't didn't uh, want it anymore didn't need it so i ended up buying it from him but he bought a uh it was like a a pro master or one of the like a maybe a ford van or, or right, something right like right pro masters yeah that's yeah and it was it was gutted he didn't want any windows in it he didn't want anything inside it and he 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 bought it right he bought it brand new but then he did all of the interior work uh, he's a good with wood and he's in kind of an engineering mindset. Um, he created his whole 
into your camper and it looks amazing just like one of these guys with the van life vans that you the sprinter vans that you buy for $180,000. Right. Um he did that himself and I don't he probably didn't have I don't know, he probably doesn't have 60 in the thing and it's right. amazing, but again, now we're all in that mindset, well I'm just I can just go buy one. You know, it's funny. Some people want to create what they need. Some people it's a lot like building a Jeep, right? I mean, you can, you can create some things, but it's modularity, it's flexibility, it's buying things that'll, it's, it's kind of like where we've gone with, with ARS, with the, with the rack systems. People want to, they want the basics so that then they can make it the way that they need or what their vision is. Um, and look at all the variety that we see now. I will, you bring up a good point. One of the things in that report I was reading about from California State Parks and the BLM and the Forest Service, those reports, I always thought this is going to be really basic because they're just going to tell us we're taking your roads. Um, no, it talks about historical travel and the cars that used to go up in there. And they also talk about what is the intended use as we go forward. And we have to be creative enough when we make these rules mm -hmm. that we're addressing things that may come. So... It was cool. There was like a picture of like an old Model A or a Model T or something up on this road. And they had this little kind of, oh, tent thing set up next to this car. And it was like from the 30s or something. Wow, you know, that's it was cool. crazy. So, yeah. so does that mean like, like, for instance, if we get to the point where we're driving around a hovercraft, the hovercraft could go through because they're not actually touching the ground? Right. I mean, if we don't touch the dirt. Yeah. So I, I'm just wondering. Yes, but it has to. It can't just. It can't just displace the dirt. It can't be big, powerful fans. Right. Yeah. Back. You gotta. It has gotta, to be anti anti gravity system. Maybe you gotta wet it down first or something. Oh yeah. Oh, I like it. Wouldn't that be cool? Like a car. They should put that on Ultra Four cars. It sprays the ground <laughs> as you're before as you're they even right. drive it's over a swiffer. it. You know, it sprays the ground. Swiffer. It's well, a swiffer. it does. The swiffer. Ultra Four cars always Mop. keep that. There's no dust ever because yeah. they're spraying the ground as they go. But we're consuming water, so there's that problem. Yeah. Oh, it doesn't. Don't worry about that, because here in California, you know, all of a sudden we have all these regulations that we have to put all of our food waste into our oh. we have to put oh, food waste a, yeah. into our compost piles, right? The, and oh, by the way, make sure you clean out your tin cans and stuff you're putting into recycling. Okay, so I'm supposed to take water and waste water that is very valuable to clean out a tin can, so I can put it into the recycling. Okay, no yeah. problem. I'll do it. So I'm going to clean everything. I'm going to wash everything. Make sure it's clean for you so you can have it in the recycling. You know where they're failing on this issue? Is Everywhere. that? <laughs> yes, but I'm a regular person, okay? I'm coming to California, and you have those trash cans in the fast food places now that I've mm -hmm. noticed. They have mm -hmm. compost and mm -hmm. this and this. How do you know which one, what's... A regular person, I don't know. Y'all do things different in California. Oh, yeah. Well, so I, 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 just had, I just had that in and out. In and out had the three trash cans, right? So now, I what do you used to, used to do? You used to take your plate, you would take your platter, and you yeah. go dump it, right? All of a sudden, I'm standing there. I've got a very dirty platter. I've, I just had two yes. kids and myself eating stuff. There's food. Oh, so like, Okay, so I know, what, I know where the compost is. Where so I'm going to pick this up, and I'm going to dump it over there. Okay. Now I have paper and plastic, so that's recycled. But oh, wait, the plastic doesn't actually go into the recycling. The See? plastic goes into the wait, wait, what? Huh? Yeah, I, I know, know. you. Yeah, and it's like, so what do I do? <laughs> you all. Yeah, I know. I'm yeah. like, I don't. Uh, uh, editor, bleep that out. <laughs> yeah, it, it's it's it, yeah, it's like 
it, I just dumped it in. Right. Yeah. But that's the same thing. Like, you know, even in my house, cause I have a big problem with taking my food waste and separating it out and putting it into my grass clipping. I just have a problem with that because yeah, sure. There's ants and stuff and things, but what am I supposed to do? Just dump it in there. Well, no, you're supposed to use compostable bags. That's great. Does anybody buy those for me? Because, you know, I have plenty of bags because I get bags all the time when I'm going to the grocery store. All the reusable bags that I take, pay 10 cents for that I don't reuse, I just use them as trash bags. Yes. <laughs> we do that in Colorado now. so it's Yeah. Fine. So it's it's like, and I'm like, that's fine. But you're, now I'm supposed to buy compostable bags so that my food waste can go into there. So it can go into the compost. More right. And I started putting out my green waste bin just even though there's nothing in it. Because now they're having like they're doing invest like they're going people around doing inspections, spot inspections, (laughs) identify homes that aren't using the green waste bin every single day. Like, so so you're supposed to put your green waste bin out there for all the animals to come munch on it. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Well, you know, the only animals we have around there, you know, well, Jack, Josh, (laughs) (laughs) right. In in uh, I tell you, everybody from California needs to go to Nevada because we still get paper or plastic bags here. Wow, they're free. Yeah. I think they're going to go away though. How how I have a feeling? How weird is it to go to your own grocery store and you can't get a? You got to bring your reusables, and then you're traveling, and then they're going to give you a big wad of plastic bags. Like, right. Well, it was the first time Oregon changed their law because they actually had a law passed, and they 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 are now charging for bags. But when we first started going to Oregon, Lincoln City, and it was. You know, in California, be like they just shove the bags. I mean, they want to reduce the number of bags. So you end up having three bags with all these groceries. And I go to like uh, Oregon, and they're just like th- two items in one bag, three items in another. Yeah, you know, right. You get twenty bags, and you're like, um, oh yeah, it's right there, free here. All right, that's fine. Yeah. So you know, versus I'm now walking in, I'm Hulk He Man carrying my my two bags of like twenty pounds each of food. So apparently, it's just a problem in some areas. It's well, you know. Let's talk about the, <laughs> let's talk about straws. It's only a problem oh, in the Bay yeah. Area for straws straw to be thing. plastic. I mean, because right. anywhere else they're just you know. How many times have you got like we actually have metal <laughs> straws at home that like yeah somebody sent us where you can travel. It's in a little travel pack. You could open it up and make your little straws. Put your straws <laughs> together, and you could have your metal straw when you go to McDonald's. I'm sorry. Yeah. I I will know for a fact. That Coca Cola at McDonald's tastes better when it comes to a plastic straw. Sorry. Yep. Totally. Well, those paper straws are absolutely ridiculous because that's like half your drink later, and you're like, "What is going on?" But you're old enough to have used paper straws when you were a kid. You, you and I both did. We all, <laughs> yeah. we all used paper straws, and yep. but yeah, it didn't, it didn't have the durability, right? I mean, of course, what the paper, the days- paper back then was lead based, so yeah, right. <laughs> yeah. I- you know, I remember the days where we actually got, um, I don't know what to call them now, but, you know, 7-Eleven, when you got a slushy or a Slurpee and Icy's, yes. they were a straw and they had a little spoon on the end. Yeah. Yes, they still have those. Do they? Okay. I didn't yeah. know. Yeah, they still, I thought they I had still to get have... a fork or something. Now. Yeah, you, they, they have a little, the little spoon yeah. on them, big, <laughs> big straws, right? Now go to some place that serves like the Bobo tea. You ever done that? Like they have the big Bobo tea and they have the giant straw that sucks in oh, the little balls. Yeah. You have yeah. to suck the tapioca in so they're like that big around. Yeah, it's a big they're big the big balls. I use them on cake. You you they suck balls. Cake. You just stick huh. them in there and they're good. I don't want to suck balls. You don't want to suck balls? Yeah. They're nasty. Reminds me of an episode of Mike Rowe and Dirty Jobs. <laughs> when he had the 
had to bite off the <laughs> testicles of a little lamb. Yeah. Oh my God. Uh-uh. No. Yeah. No. There you go. No. No. I, I, just, I just wanted. I just wanted to be able to tag Mike Rowe in this episode. That's all. Oh, gotcha. <laughs> <laughs> so after Death Valley, oh, and we have Chair of the Soul coming up this weekend. That's that's right. That's right. Yep. Um, we're going to be there. Metal Click will be there. Uh, in fact, my truck will be there. I will not be there, but my truck will be there. Um, we'll be there with the CTI trailer. We'll be out there. We have three guys heading out. So Will, Danny, and uh, Mike will all be out there and doing a bunch of stuff. So he come by, say hi. So it's TDS. Still a big weekend. I mean, it's going to be interesting because I don't even know. I've even checked what the weather's going to be like. But uh, I don't it's, know. Good. It's, it's not going to be good. Yeah, it's going to be interesting. It's going to be oh. interesting. And unfortunately, this if it's raining, we don't CTI, right? Especially right. on that trailer. That trailer's bigger. And so, yeah, more sketch. yeah, uh, yeah. stay tuned, uh, our listeners, for uh, Jesse and I have some plans for a little CTI, uh, maybe some fun videos coming up here before we get before it before we get to Easter Jeep Safari, um, talking a little bit about that. And, and uh, yeah, I can't believe that um, it's March tomorrow or well, tomorrow. by our by the time this goes live, it, it's it's we're in March. So now here we are, a third month of the year. You guys, um, if you have a project coming up and you are needing to get your Jeep done, you better get on the list, either your shop, you better be calling Metal Cloak, you better be getting your parts ordered because Easter Jeep's Safari and the season is coming faster than you know. Your failure to plan does not make an emergency for us. That's right. Actually, it does. Right. We love you. Okay, <laughs> we're looking at the weather right now. Thursday, sunny, 70 degrees. Friday, sunny, 68 degrees. Saturday, a little cloudy, 70 degrees. Sunday, a little oh. cloudy, 72 degrees. So it's going to be a perfect wet, um, yeah. uh, perfect weather at the Salton Sea. Now, knowing those areas, that could be like the Salton Sea, like the one little circle area. And right. then like across the street um, at Truck Haven, it'll be a different weather, but you never know. Yep. But right now, it looks like it's going to be perfect weather. Yeah, there. that's awesome weather. That's that's perfect for, for down there. Um, we're going to be a little bit chillier. I think Furnace Creek has a high of like sixty six degrees or something. Yeah, so it's gonna be the best weather. (laughs) It's gonna be a little chillier. There may be high wind warnings. There's already a high wind warning alert right now. High wind warning. We don't say that word. No, no more W's. No W's. No W. Here for the win. Yay! Win. The winner. W I N. Winner. Yeah. Winner. Winner. No D. No D. No winder. No winter chicken dinner. So, um, okay, so you guys are doing, so you're on your way, Death Valley. That one's back to back. So we got uh, two events happening. Got a bunch of people joining you. There's lots of little rushing around going here as Aaron's getting ready to go. And I believe he's taking his daughter out. Um, yes. Out yeah, Amanda. So that'll be cool. That'll be cool. And then uh, Scott Arntz will be coming out and joining you. I don't know who's, who, is he bringing somebody? Who's coming with him? Um, he I always brings his friend. What's yeah, his he's got a, he's got another guy that he's uh, bringing out with him. Oh, okay. um, came up last time. I don't know All if right. uh, he's coming by himself or not. Mm, I think That's he's true. bringing his son. I don't yeah. know. Oh, yeah. Scott? No. Scott's yeah. coming by himself. By himself? Okay. You know, be on a loner. Okay, I got it. Yeah, that's fine. <laughs> <laughs> so that'll be fun. Yeah, that'll be good. You got the trip. You plus you got Alex coming out. Um yeah. got Alex coming line. out for for uh yeah, uh, he's gonna he's which gonna one be... is Christian on the first one or the second one? Mm-hmm. First or, one, or, I think. First one, okay. I think I so. Have to reach out to him. I think he, I think he still thinks I'm gonna be there. So poor guy, he's gonna be a little disappointed that I'm out there. But that's okay. I'll be there in spirit. Be there in spirit, yes. I'll be there in spirit for sure. Yeah. Should we get a little bobblehead and walk around with it? 
that would be cool. Like I want, I want or a one of those face. I want one now. I want a bobblehead. I want a Matson okay. Bricky bobblehead. I want to have. Okay. A, I want a Matsy, Matson, Corey, and Jesse bobblehead set That's for the Modern Jeeper show. We got. We'll, we'll figure it out. <laughs> we have to figure that out. We're, we're gonna make it out. There's there's a guy there's a guy that makes custom bobbleheads. Like it just it's not that bad either. You just send uh, uh, you know your pictures of your head and he makes this little 3D prints of bobblehead. Huh. So huh. I mean, all the bodies are generic, you know. Right. Yeah. Yeah, he has the fat one, he has the skinny one, and then he has the female. It's like he'll he'll be good. Yeah. <laughs> you goofball. Uh, yeah, good times. All right. Well, um, what 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 else? <laughs> no, nah. not much. I'm, 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 I'm looking at my calendar. You um, are you going to snort an emergency here in a minute? Yeah, I'm, I I probably should. It probably would have gone down better. <laughs> um, so we got the CT, we got Death Valley, we've got. We're working. Oh, next month, Skills Day. Skills Day is live. Oh, right. Uh, skills registration is live, uh, and we're working on our Bronco Skills Day. That's that's going to be coming up either May or June. We're uh, we're trying to figure that out, and then um, otherwise, oh, we also have stamp um, the shootout coming. That's coming like that next month, or is that this month? In March. Uh, NorCal. <laughs> NorCal Rock Racing. I do not. Is the the 2023 Metal Cloak Wild West Shootout is March 24th. Uh, oh, March wow. 24th and 25th. Okay. Wild Metal Cloak Wild West Shootout um, at uh, it's at uh, Prairie City. So that's that's going to be a big one too, because actually uh, my understanding is part of the Ultra Four crew will be coming out there and doing some live video of that and some streaming and everything else. That'd be cool. But that's uh, that's March twenty fourth. So a lot happening this month, guys. This is it. The season's starting. Like, yeah, it really it's is. And then, I mean, really, once once we get through March, it is full full bore. So, like I said, if if you guys are out there um, trying to finish up projects and whatnot, uh, make sure you uh, are, are getting your orders placed because uh, yeah, it's yeah. it's time's going to go by quick. Well, by I know the, way, the yeah. big meat run is happening at Disney Oklahoma oh, on cool. March 9th. And of course, the Southern Rock Racing guys are going to be there too. They have big buck mega shootout with the big yeah. rockers this year. Because in the years past, Big Meat Run has just been a horrible nightmare show. Mm. Is putting it in nice words. People get killed every year. Just it's just a bunch of drunken rednecks playing. It's like rednecks with but paychecks, kind of. Brian Trotter and all those guys from the Mid America Outdoors have taken over Disney, and so now they're putting on the Big Meat Run professionally. So you're going to have some exciting races out there with the big uh, rock bouncers. So wow, yeah. wow, well that sounds cool. Now, um, I what's the when's the next girl event? Jeep girls event. Jeep girl. There's some going on that I have on a list, but I don't have my list on me right now. But we have a couple of new, we have a couple of new influencers and some others that are coming on to the, onto it that are like, you know, I, I want to make sure they're all involved in that because they're just, okay. they're really cool girls. And some of them are, I think one of them is actually involved somehow, but they're actually, you know, they wrench themselves, they do it all themselves, mm-hmm. you know, and it's, uh, and, and it's just, they're really, really cool chicks. So, Wanna, am I allowed to say chicks? Is that okay? Is like chicks? Yeah. Is, is that an acceptable term anymore? Yeah, I think that's all right. right. Is that all right? Is that chicks? You know, that's right. Gals, she was talking chicks. about when we left uh, when we left Colorado. She was talking about rim rocker, and of course, uh, she still wants to put together that that uh, 
all girls rim rocker run again because of weather yeah. it's yeah. uh that's yeah. at altitude still so the la salles outside of moab oh my gosh there's so much snow up there yeah, so it's so going to change into a snowmobile run yeah right i mean that would be cool that would be cool <laughs> running the rim rocker in i mean a that snowmobile? is off-roading yeah. I don't know. Something about avalanches and things. That, that, well, that then it me. becomes muddy. The river crossings become dangerous. And yeah. Jeez. Yeah. Yeah. You know, too much consideration. Right. Yeah. It's like, what did I do Sunday? I said, boys, we're going outside to play. And so it was raining. It was pouring. And I had, I had all three kids outside riding their bicycles. I wanted them to experiment, experience what it was like to do a power slide on wet cement. And, oh, yeah. And, and oh. bring out the power wagon with the 18-volt oh. battery in it and just slide around out there. And Yeah, they had a blast. That's well, awesome. Everybody else is driving by valley. thinking we're weird as we're standing outside and it's pouring on us and we're having fun. <laughs> right. Yeah. Well, yeah, the, the, the big the big uh, girls event uh, is in June. That's the Artemis Rally, mm. uh, Overland oh, Project. Yeah. How's uh, that coming? Uh, he's it's. I'll send you my graphics. I've been working on for the wrap on the Jeep. Oh, cool! Wow. Yeah, it's he. He's got um. He's got his hands full. You know, every time you yeah. anytime you put together a bunch of women doing adventure things, um, I I I can't imagine what that coordinator has to go through. Oh my God! Yeah. <laughs> right. No. 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 And if anybody has a recurve bow out there, I need one. Really? So I don't pay a million dollars for one. You're probably not going to pay a million dollars, but oh yeah. So they're shooting recurve bows and they have to do some paddling and they have to do, they have all, all kinds of challenges. Um, so, like yeah. fun. Wow. Yeah. yeah. Gets me a thing. Maybe, maybe I should do it. Maybe we should do a version of that, like out here where it's kids, kids in the power wheels. And they do the same kind of like, it's like a multi-day event, but it's kids out of Prairie City in the Power Wheels, and they have to do like a number of Boy Scout. Um, Who brings the coolest that would build. Be cool. The coolest build. Yeah. And the, just, power wheel. the Power Wheel. And it's not about speed. Like, you know, it's like right. the, the Power Wheel, like, you know, obviously the 18 volt conversion, I got everybody else kicked. But, you know, it's the, it's about like, okay, going now, going through some areas and stuff. And then you have to stop and you have to, you have to work with the adults to start a fire. And then you go to another area. That would be kind of fun. You have to do a little bow and arrow shoot. I mean, it might be fun to do that. Yeah. 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 I'll get John Goodby on that one. <laughs> <laughs> all right, guys. Well, it's been another great episode. Appreciate you all joining us here on the Modern Jeeper Show. Um, we do have more guests coming in uh, next week. I haven't quite figured out what we will do because Corey and Jesse will be out there in Death Valley on the trail. Yeah, so, um, so I might, you might just be me solo. And I might just, you know, maybe I'll sing, uh, sing an opera for you or something, uh, and or 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 recite my favorite poem about the trail. Do the human trail. You want? No, yeah. Never watch the show again. <laughs> I was gonna say no. We want to. We want to keep our listeners still involved. Uh, I'll keep them entertained. I just, I just promise yeah, that it'll right. be, it'll, 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 it will, it will be not adult related content. All right. <laughs> Okay, guys, thank you again for joining us. Did you know how to get a hold of me? Matt's at MetalClick.com, Corey at MetalClick.com, Jesse at MetalClick.com. And, of course, Modern Jeep Adventures, uh, the Moab, Moab trip is, is live. It's live. It's live. Yep, so Moab is up. Um, so get out there. Register for Moab. And uh, reach us at ModernJeepAdventures.com, et cetera, et cetera, et cetera. So if you have anything else, you can reach out to us. We're here. Otherwise, we love you, and we'll see you on the trails. Cheers. See ya. This podcast will self-destruct in 5, 4, 3, 2, 